0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I am really fired up. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about what I've been able to do since improving my relationship with food and living a binge-free life. I've gotten asked this question so many times on podcast interviews and from other women this week as well who are struggling with their own relationship with food right now, just wondering like what is possible on the other side. So before I get into it, I first want you to be open to what is possible and be in the seat of hope. And what I mean by that is oftentimes when we are struggling with something, it can feel like there's no way out, right? We are the hopeless case. We've tried it all. Maybe it can work for other people, but it can't work for us, right? But oftentimes when we stay in that mindset that nothing is going to work, we literally bring that energy in and things usually don't work out. So instead, you're going to cultivate this belief that living a life where you can enjoy food guilt-free and feel in control around food is possible for you as well. So for me personally, I know many of you guys might know my story, but for many of you guys personally, uh, or sorry, for me personally, after struggling with my relationship with food and, and struggling with binge eating for an entire decade, I got to a point where I was just ready like I was just so ready to stop my binge eating I very well knew that I couldn't do this on my own and i actually at the time I was a personal trainer and a health and fitness coach and I was like what the heck is wrong with me like why can't I just be consistent with my diet Working out was always really easy for me. I always enjoyed exercising, moving my body, but staying consistent with my diet was always so difficult. And here I was like coaching clients. They're getting great results. I'm telling them to go out for dinner, enjoy that burger, eat the fries and don't feel guilty. And then there was me who would have so much anxiety going out for dinner and eating off my plan or simply just being away from my calorie range. So I knew that that wasn't right. I knew that I needed help and I wanted to get help from somebody who's been there, done that and can literally just show me the way, like just, just tell me what to do. You know, I got to a point where I was just done and I, I'm not the type of person who wants to spend a lot of time trying to figure it on my own. Uh, As smart as I am, I tried for 10 years, but I got to a point where, like I said, I was just done. I knew diets didn't work. And actually at the time, I was trying to intuitively eat, but I was still feeling out of control with food. So I knew diets didn't work. I knew that I needed to stop tracking calories and tracking macros because that was way too obsessive for me. But I was still binge eating and I was still feeling guilty around food and feeling anxious around eating certain foods. So what happened was I was home alone and I'd be binge eating. People would go to bed and I would be binge eating. Like I said, I was still obsessing over calories. And I actually don't even think like at the time that I was tracking calories, that there was probably a single day where actually stayed in my calorie range because I was binge eating right like it didn't matter how meticulous I was with my calories during the day I would always mess it up somehow like I literally just couldn't stick to my my calorie range so there was that but even when I said like I transitioned to intuitive eating I needed help because I didn't know how to eat Like I had no idea if I was hungry. I had no idea if I was full. I I just felt like a lost puppy. And I'd be listening to podcasts all about intuitive eating and listening to your body and honoring your hunger. And it all sounded so amazing. It all sounded so easy to just wake up and eat whatever the heck and bob you want. But it wasn't easy for me. It, It really wasn't. But there was something in me that had hope. I think I was just so ready to end the cycle. I was willing to try anything at this point. I was at rock bottom and was so ready to invest in anything at this point to get to food freedom because my life sort of felt like it was a living hell at this point because food was just on my mind 24-7 And I think it's important to share how an unhealthy relationship with food and binge eating was impacting my life before I share the goods of where I am today. So when I was struggling with binge eating and hating my body, something that I never wanted to do was have sex. And I mean, I did, but I didn't. I just felt like really uncomfortable in my body after eating so much I never felt attractive I felt so bloated so disgusting so shameful and even if I did decide to be intimate I would be hiding my body under blankets and I would literally be thinking about how many calories I ate versus being present and this went with other areas of my life as well too not just my intimate life where I would attend social events and parties and I was like physically there, but mentally I was just checked out, always thinking about food no matter where I was, who I was with. I just felt a little bit robbed of life experience because I was never present. And truthfully, like to this day, I can barely remember any party, any get together because I wasn't actually there. Like I was physically there, but mentally I was somewhere else. And there were so many days that I would binge and then throw on like baggy clothes. I would wear the same clothes every day. I wouldn't even care how I looked anymore because I just felt gross all the time. And something else that's important to share, because I think many people can maybe relate to this, is as much as I hated this, I hated not feeling like myself. I hated not being the happy, uplifted person that I was. As much as I hated binge eating, I also kind of liked it. And yes, I was so ready to end this, but I was like, what am I going to fill my time up with? Who am I going to be if I no longer count calories, if I no longer fear food? Like who is going to be that person? And I actually filmed a entire podcast episode On that, I'm going to link it in the show notes, but if you want to just take note of it, it's actually episode number 15 and it's titled Hate Binge Eating, but Sort of Like It at the Same Time. So you can always go and check that out. But, anyways, as much as I hated it, I kind of liked it at the same time and I felt like my life was on pause. I knew I couldn't keep going on like this. I knew I was hurting my body. My mental health was going down the drain and I was just exhausted, right? Like not only tired from being in the yo-yo cycle, but hating my body and beating myself up because it really does take so much out of you. And there was so much pressure I put on my family as well and even my boyfriend at the time. I would be upset all the time, right? I would be beating myself up all the time, frustrated all the time. I'd be angry all the time, especially if I, you know, messed up on my diet or I had a bad body image day and it really did impact my relationship. Despite how supportive Andrew was at the time, it was hard for him too because partners love you so much. They want to support you. They want you to be happy. They want you to feel good in your own skin, but they just don't know how to help, right? And I think that's really, really hard on them as well too. Um, so there's that. But I think something else, you guys, was I felt so smart. Like I knew I was intelligent, right? I knew so much about nutrition and I think there's a lot of people uh, who struggle with binge eating who know a, a lot about nutrition and maybe even memorized all the macros and the calories of all foods at this point because you've done that for so long but this was one piece like the binge eating and a good relationship with food was just one thing I couldn't figure out on my own and that was frustrating so I got to a point where I just surrendered and I invested in myself and I got support from a lady who had a program that specialized in improving your relationship with food and ending binge eating and my life has forever changed and I I, I know that that was literally the best decision for me, for my future family, for my relationship for my mood, for my career, literally everything has changed. And I'm going to get into that. Um, and I know that that's kind of like why you guys are here. You want to know the 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 juice, so to speak. So let's get into, I guess, more specifics of what I've been able to do since being binge free and no longer obsessing over food and calories. So I'm just going to number them. They're in no particular order, but let's just dive in. So number one is a better sex life. You guys, I never knew how important pleasure was until now. Like, yeah, I knew it was important, but here's the thing. One of our core human needs is pleasure. And we can get pleasure through many different ways. Food being one of them and sex being one of them as well, too. And so many times I would turn to food to get pleasure, but it was the false type, right? Like the five minute feel good high followed by beating yourself up, feeling the guilt, feeling the shame, etc. And since I no longer feel the impulse to binge because I've completely rewired my brain and I no longer binge, I look forward to sexy time and I'm actually present so I can fully enjoy it. And it's been life changing, you guys, because this is such an important part to a relationship, right? Intimacy is huge in a relationship and that was the missing piece for, for so, so, so long. So that has dramatically improved and let me tell you, things are going really well. <laughs> uh, so there is that. Number two is my career. I started a business and This is a really big one because if you struggle with food, you know that food is on your mind all of the time and you can't think about anything else or focus on anything else because your mind is consumed with food. I actually had a client and she was working at the office for her dad a few days per week and she couldn't even focus. She actually had to call in sick a few times because she just could she didn't have the energy the capacity to do her job in the way that she wanted to and be productive and show up in a in a good way because she would just be thinking about food all the time and thinking about the binge that she just had last night and all the calories that she consumed like this shit's exhausting you guys but since I've been able to kind of end that I've, like I said, been able to start my business, be productive. I have so much more time on my hands and I'm making so much more of an impact. You guys, I'm doing what I love. I don't feel trapped. I don't feel like I'm wasting time anymore. There were so many times where I'd be home alone and that would be such an amazing time to catch up on cleaning or catch up on on work. And I would choose to binge instead. And it was draining my energy, was wasting time, but now I'm living out my purpose and I'm helping other people and I don't longer feel helpless. I am living out my dream and supporting other people and it literally just feels so damn good. So there's that. Number three is going out for dinner guilt-free. And I know this kind of seems um, maybe... I don't know. I kind of talk about this a lot, but there's so many times Andrew and I go out to eat spontaneously, and it's just so freeing. Like there's no more weighing my food, tracking calories, stressing out, looking at the menu ahead of time to see what I can eat. It's just freeing. It's just fun. It's just enjoyable again. And this past weekend, actually, Andrew and I stopped for a, a acai bowl. Acai bowls? Yeah, that's how you say it, right? Not a kai, Acai. Acai? Anyways, you guys know what I'm talking about maybe. Acai bowls, I think. Acai, acai, I don't know. Anyways, and although it's healthy, in my past, I probably would have said no because I wouldn't have known the calories. I would be thinking it has too much sugar. There was bananas and, you know, in my old diet days, banana had too much sugar and there was granola and blah, blah, blah. And it's just so much easier now going out for lunch or dinner with friends and family and I can actually be present and make those memories because I am no longer obsessed about the food. Like the food is just there to get us together, but that's not the main focus. And I'm no longer hiding or shying away or making excuses as to why I can't go out to social events. I used to do that all the time. My friends would ask me to, you know, let's say go out for dinner, then go out to the movies, and I'd be like, oh, um, I'm super busy, but like I can make the movies. Like by then I'll be free. I would make up all these BS lies because I hated the way my body looked, or I would have just binged. So now I can show up fully. As myself and I can have those deeper meaningful conversations show up fully like I said and just remember what people were actually saying like remember conversations remember those memories not just mentally checking out and then number four is I've been able to have health and fitness goals and I'm going to talk about my health in just a minute here but I I've been able to work on getting stronger, having a good exercise routine without sliding back into diet culture and getting obsessed about calories. And I've been able to release weight without counting calories and actually take care of my body. I was chatting with somebody on Instagram the other day. And she said, you know, she's been feeling a little bit more better in terms of like the binge eating, but she still feels like she needs to lose weight because she hasn't been as active and she's thinking about kind of, she doesn't want to go back obviously to diet culture, but that's where her mind is going. Like, well, before I, you know, counted calories and that's how I lost weight, so maybe I should do that. Or before I took out gluten and that worked for me, so maybe I should do that. And that can be a really slippery slope, you guys, but the power of rewiring your brain is you are able to have health and fitness goals. You're able to, you know, want to release weight and not feel that impulse to binge because when you were rewire your brain, you no longer feel that impulse to binge. And what I mean by taking care of myself, you guys, is I've always loved taking care of myself, but. And I've always craved healthy foods. But when I was binge eating, I craved unhealthy foods so much more. I've craved chocolate so much more because I had rules that I couldn't have it. And now I enjoy my healthy meals and still eat chocolate, but it's not a full-blown bar and I can stop myself after a few pieces, right? So that's really important. But about my health, kind of sorry you guys I think this podcast is kind of all over the place but anyways um many many years for many many years you guys I've struggled with digestive issues and bloating and I know a lot of you guys have as well too and it's not common when you struggle with your relationship with food but I couldn't fix my bloating issues because I was still struggling with the binge eating and even though I saw naturopaths and they would share with me these protocols, I can never follow through with them because I would just binge. And anytime I was on a plan that was restricting, I would binge and it would make my bloating worse. And then I would be even more frustrated because I wasn't fixing either of them. And I was in this huge tug of war because I thought, well, if I just fixed my bloating and figured out what foods didn't bloat me, then I wouldn't feel like shit all the time and I wouldn't want to binge. So I actually took a food sensitivity test and I was trying to follow that. But like I said, it stressed me out even more because there were so many food foods that I couldn't have. And if I did end up eating them, I would feel like a failure because I'm like it says right here on the sheet that this food does not work well with your body. What are you doing? You're literally trying to make yourself feel like shit. So working on my health before trying to end my binge eating never worked. I couldn't fix my metabolism. I couldn't fix my hormones. I couldn't fix my digestion. I couldn't fix my gut health. And they were all suffering so much badly from the restrict binge cycle for many years that I was living in. So when I worked on my relationship with food first and I felt really good around food, I was able to work on my health and actually like fix my health in order for me to feel better and stick to the protocols in order for me to feel better. Right? Cuz I had really bad adrenal fatigue. Like I said, my hormones were a mess. My digestion was all over the place. I ended up having SIBO, which is uh, essentially small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. And according to Google, (laughs) it's when there is an abnormal increase in the overall bacteria population in the small intestine, particularly types of bacteria not commonly found in part In that part of the digestive tract so essentially there's just a lot of bacteria and this is what was why I was bloated all the time and it was so bad that even naturopaths couldn't even help me it was like this really severe type of SIBO and I tried with two different naturopaths nothing worked I spent thousands of dollars with no answers so I reached out to somebody in the States, I'm in Canada, and he's actually a functional medicine practitioner and he put me on this protocol and I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty rigid, but it was what I needed to do, you guys, in order to get rid of this bacteria. Like this wasn't a diet to lose weight, like this was literally to fix my hormones, fix my gut health, get rid of the shit bacteria because I was feeling horrible every single day. But let me tell you guys, I would have not, there would have been no freaking way of me being able to stick to that protocol if I didn't fix my relationship with food. Like there was no way. Even he mentioned he's like, like even normal people who have a good relationship with food, like it's hard to follow and you freaking killed it. And not only did I fix my SIBO and almost clear my bloating entirely, but through the time that I followed that protocol, I never binged once. And the reason why was because I rewired my brain and I got rid of the impulse to binge. And that is exactly what I teach my clients. It's not about managing the impulses when they come up, but it's about removing them altogether so that you can live a binge free life for good. And Be able to work on your health and have health goals and have fitness goals and be able to change your body and work on things and feel freaking on fire, you guys, right? Like it's been so good for me because I finally have energy. I'm not bloated and of course I'm not binging either and I feel really, really freaking good. But like I said, I wouldn't have been able to work on my health if I was still struggling with my relationship with food. So doing things in the right order and fixing your relationship with food first is so important. So important. And I see this all the time that women come to me struggling with their weight, not being able to lose the weight, not being able to fix their bloating, their binge eating, struggling with food. And it's not until you conquer your relationship with food and the binge eating first where things are going to automatically fall into place. Like your digestion is automatically going to improve because you're not stuffing food down your face, you know, with thousands of calories. You're no longer stressing out your metabolism by restricting and then binge eating. So like I said, doing things in the right order is really, really important. And to this day, I am forever grateful for my relationship with food investing in myself and getting support from someone who has conquered their own food struggles because it makes it so much easier and I actually had a client once who the entire time that we worked together which is about three months she didn't binge once and she said afterwards like why didn't I do this sooner And she said, it's almost like you're unnecessarily struggling with this because you don't have to. There is help out there for you. So you don't have to do this alone. You don't have to waste away years and essentially your entire life. You can find food freedom now. So with that being said, if you want to get to this place as well, too, you're just so ready to end your binge eating. You are at that point where you're like, I got to do something like I'm willing to willing to try anything. You want to have a free brain to enjoy your life. You don't want to be thinking about food all the time. You want to feel more fulfilled in relationships. You want to be happier. You want to have confidence in how you feel about yourself and your body and go to social events and no longer hide. Then I would absolutely love to support you through some coaching. So you can always go to the show notes and see that there's a few different ways right now to work with me. Um, You can also just go to www.sustainablehealthproject.com. I actually have two one-on-one coaching spots available. So be sure to check that out. And I would absolutely love to support you in finding food freedom. So click the show notes, or like I said, go to sustainablehealthproject.com and check out all the different options. So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you found this really insightful. I hope that there is some hope instilled in you that it is possible. We can definitely make this happen through rewiring your brain. So thank you all so much for listening. Have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll catch you in the next episode.